it's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy to quote somebody in this room. August is totally the Sunday of the summer. And Danae, when you uttered that phrase probably almost a full month ago, we were like, yes. hey, whoa. You're like, get out of here, idiot. That's not true. <laughs> we just didn't want to acknowledge the end of summer today. We want to drink as yeah. much of it as we can. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about August, though. The second it turns over to that eight, eighth month of the year, you know what's coming next. And it just kind of starts ticking, just like when you wake up on a Sunday morning. And you know what's coming next. And you just kind of have this little sense of dread just ticking in the back. Noon on a Sunday, August 15th. Cool. <laughs> We're good. We're right. fine. August 31st. Yes, that is 7.30 p.m. on a Sunday. And now you know it's all over. Real life begins tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. For so many people. Yeah, that's the thing. School starting tomorrow for, you know, thousands and thousands of Calgary kids. And which means they've got responsibilities again. Parents have more responsibility. And this like, like gross word that I hate that I have to do when it is the fall. Routine. Oh. Routine, I hate it. Routine but it's isn't bad. necessarily a bad thing, though. Uh, Routine's something that allows us to, to to get better, though. I mean, Tyler, yeah. think about you and your your. I was gonna say you're less fit for your uh, less fat for fall, <laughs> but you're you're more fit for fall. Getting into a routine, that's a good thing. Well, it actually is called less fat for fall. Let's make sure we get that straight because <laughs> I have to bully myself a little bit to make this happen. Right. I, I don't, like, hate the idea of a, of a routine. Yeah. But but I just hate the word responsibility thrown in there, too. Right. Like, that's a lot, of, it's a lot to deal uh, with here as we face the, the final moments of, <sighs> of, of a Sunday evening feeling when all of a sudden the calendar flips over tomorrow. Guys, it's freaking September tomorrow. It's yeah. September tomorrow. Thankfully, like, the weather's not reflecting that. I think that would be a harsher blow if, like, you know, today we've got 33 and at the stroke of midnight it plummets to, like, 4 degrees. <laughs> and it's that all day tomorrow and it snows. That would be harsh. No, that's three weeks away. Yeah. <laughs> so at least we can ease ourselves in. September 1st still going to feel like summer, at least, weather-wise. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real. Fun and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Worst date Wednesday. Worst date Wednesday. It's so cool when you uh, are out in the wild and someone says to you, Hey, I love listening to your show. And my favorite thing is Worst Date Wednesday. It is, because it's the best of the worst dates to ever happen in Calgary. And when we hear from kids that love Worst Date Wednesday, I think this is awesome because it means we're, we're growing young people who are not going to do things like this oh my on goodness. Worst Date Wednesday. A future without bad dates. Yes. Well, that's what we're trying to do here every single Wednesday. Up next to share is our friend Jackie. So the worst date I ever went on, like, started out freaking normal, and the guy was hot, and we'd known each other in high school and, like, reconnected on Facebook. And the minute things got hot and heavy, like, after the date, we were, like, making out in his car and stuff. And he suddenly, like, stopped, and he's like, I have to tell you something. Uh-oh. So, of course, I'm like, oh, God. Like, you know, what is it? It can't be that. Like, what is it? Like, everything's been, like, perfect. He tells me he slept with my mom. <gasps> no. <laughs> Get out of here. No, but I got out of his car and was like, what the? Yeah, so we had, we had known each other and stop laughing. It was awful, you guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. A little bit of overkill over there, Fuzzy. This is a traumatic moment for Jackie. Yeah. So traumatic. So we went to high school together. We reconnected, like, after college. 
And my mom was, like, for sure young when she had me. So, like, my mom is still a good-looking lady, but apparently when I was at college, this guy, <laughs> and I will not put him on blast, okay, because maybe he still is in town listening, but he, like, hooked up with my mom. He didn't know she was my mom at the time. Oh, my God. But then, you know, through Facebook, like, figured it out, and then, yeah, so that happened. That was the worst day ever. So you wow. obviously didn't go through with things because you don't want to be in that universe where your mom was. <laughs> Uh, correct. Yes. But did you ever ask your mom about this? No. I was like, I just can't even. Because I just, I love my mom. And I'm sure, like, maybe she didn't even know how young. Like, this guy was kind of a player. Maybe he's, I don't think my mom put two and two together. And my mom is, like, a little cougar. And she definitely likes younger guys. Uh, wow. So I just, yeah. I just let it lie. And I'm like, good for you, mom. But, like, I need to, like, go home and take a hot-ass shower right now. This guy went cougar hunting and hooked up with your mom and then almost was ready to hook up with you. At least he was uh, honest. That was nice of him. I know. I know. I mean, I give him some credit and, like, we, we laugh about it to this day. You know, after the fact, I'm like, Haha, anytime I see him. You know, it's kind of like, you know, whatever. But it, for me at that age, it was like the worst. It was like, I can't. It was happening, you know? Yeah. So there's that. We just got a text in that says, yo, he shouldn't have said anything. He's an idiot. Um, yeah, he could say he ruined your yeah. chances for... Uh, Our friend Jackie is very happy that he did. Some uh, <laughs> some some type of, of feat or, I don't know, uh, wow, st- status wow, of... Wow, wow, wow. Yikes. But, uh, it's, uh... <laughs> Sonia, add to the list of what could turn something from a regular date to a story on Worst Date Wednesday. One that comes to mind the most, probably the most recent one, is the guy who did make eye contact. Not just eye contact. He didn't look at me. Huh? He didn't actually look at me for the entire day, which was dinner. We just went for dinner. And he would look at the floor. He'd look at his plate. He looked at everyone else in the restaurant. He didn't look at me, <laughs> ever. Was, was he just weirdly weird. shy? Like, like, did he have some sort of social anxiety where he was unable he, to make eye contact with people? That, that's totally what I thought at first. I thought, oh, this guy's just really socially awkward. But then he looked at our server, though. Hey, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that's so weird. It is weird. It's really weird. I don't know. It just, I, I was like something wrong with me at one point i went to the bathroom and checked my appearance like, <laughs> like is he averting his gaze you know? because i've got like something in my nose or something in my right? teeth <laughs> i couldn't find anything wrong with me so i decided it's him <laughs> you know what's amazing is i feel like you've put so much thought uh. into why was this person not looking at me that you're still like somewhat bothered by it where you're like whatever happened like sometimes when you don't have answers it drives you nuts oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. totally i still talk about that one with my friends <laughs> what was it with that guy did he just do that on all his dates or i i don't know i don't know it's like you get together with girlfriends like okay it's been three weeks since we were last all together has anybody else come up with a reason <laughs> anybody thought of anything <laughs> They're like, you had a booger. You're like, no, I told you. I went to the There were no boogers. I think it's interesting how quickly that we, we think it's us. Like, okay, this guy obviously had a problem, but it's just later I thought about this. Like, how interesting is that I, for a second there, I thought maybe something was wrong with me. And that, that says a lot, I think, about us as humans. Totally. We're not always the problem. And let's try to own that a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to have the uh, solutions for a personal existential crisis as to why things went wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, what we can provide this morning are 
More stories about bad yeah. guys and calories. <laughs> yeah, we a, can. a constant reminder of it could be worse. <laughs> totally. More Worst Date Wednesday. Our friend Michaela is going to tell us uh, the first mistake was discussing religion on the date, but it wasn't the only one. I went on a date with a guy, and he bought two tickets for an escape room, and I'd never been to an escape room, so I was pretty excited. And then on the way there, uh, I'm Jewish, so he's like, I've never met someone Jewish before. Um, you know, what's that like? And I was like, oh, well, okay, you're Christian. Like, do you go to church a lot? And he's like, yeah, sort of. Like, I'm not, like, super serious Christian. And I had just been on a date with someone who was, like, uber-religious, so I just asked him, like, but, yeah, like, obviously you believe in evolution. And, and then he, like, looks at me, and he's like, no, that's been proven as a lie. Oh. That Darwin's notes and everything, it was just fabricated, and it's a lie. And then I, like, just started to, like, tense up, and he's like, you look really uncomfortable right Uh-oh. now. And I'm like, ha-ha, ha, I am really uncomfortable. And then I had to make this terrible decision of, do I still go with him to the escape room? Because obviously I don't want to go out with this guy. Yeah. But I've never been to an escape room, and so I really want to go. So I was just like, oh, it's okay. And I went to the escape room with him. And He's then, like, so you wish that the car was kind of the escape room, too? You wanted to bail from that? <laughs> yeah, like, I was, I was like, talking to other people in the escape room. Like, we were together. Wow. <laughs> I was like, hey, what's up? Let's, like, try uh, I just didn't like him. That's such a, a strange, like, <laughs> metaphor there in there somewhere because you started off the date being trapped in a very uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you went somewhere to willingly be locked yeah. in a room <laughs> with the person even further you had the uncomfortable conversation with. You're right. Why did I do that? <laughs> Some might say that was a Darwin moment for oh. you. <laughs> Well, now I only go to escape rooms with, like, girlfriends. That, that is uh, a way to think about it. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe not the uh, best place for a first date. Also, no. uh, discussing religion on a first date. Probably yeah. also Let's not go one there. of those topics you may want to stay away from. Yeah. Yeah, book of, uh, book of bad ideas there. <laughs> uh, we got more Worst Date Wednesday coming up. Check this out. Kaylee was actually offered, from the guy she was out with, money to change her appearance. Who does that? Yikes. So I went on a date with this guy, and he had a, like, I, I I never paint my nails. Like, I'm just not a person that does that. And he said on our first date, like, I really like it if you could paint your nails light pink for our next date. Oh. And he was like, I'll give you the money. He, like, wanted to, like, give me money to go to the nail salon for our second date to have my nails painted. Wow. Did this guy have some kind of like a hand fetish or something like that? Like, I know there's foot fetish people out there. Is he like all about them? hand people? Yeah. I have no idea, but the second date did not happen. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm not accepting money for painting my nails. (laughs) They look fine. Yeah, I mean, regardless of what he was paying for, you don't want to accept money from someone you're on a date with. Right? Yeah. I'll take money from anyone. <laughs> I don't know. There's like a really weird vibe with that, I'm feeling. I totally get not wanting to take the second date. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird one. It seems like a control, control freak. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy about to learn some stuff Man, 
It's because kids are going back to school doesn't mean we can't get educated up in this place. Truth. <laughs> very true. <laughs> Fuzzy, we have a very important lesson today, and it's something that we can all relate to. It's how to use a juice box. Yeah. And whether you've had a juice box in your hand in the last month or if it's been five or six years, this fact about a juice box might change the way you look at this thing forever and ever. Think about a traditional juice box, right? You know what it looks like. It's it's a tetra box, right? Mm -hmm. And it's got the straw and it's diagonal and it's got a bendy part at the top and you push the straw out. It's got the sharp ends. Yeah, you, you poke it through and in it goes, bendy part up top. Well, now they're saying that you should probably put the bendy part at the bottom so that way you get all of the juice. You get everything from every nook and cranny from all of the corners because there's more wiggle room down there for the bendy part. Rather than it being a seven shape, it's now an L with the bottom of the L and the bottom of the juice box. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, which I also feel like would help prevent the like the, the spray out Aww. from when the bendy part kind of droops down when you first ha- ha- take the juice box okay and then you get spillage right if yeah, you don't yeah. if you don't yeah. prop the part up yeah. enough it'll spill out and then you get like juice all over your hands and stuff like that thinking about this is kind of like blowing my mind because a juice box is one of the most primitive forms of a vessel to deliver yeah. liquids there is right it's like a gross like carton thing it's it's a rectangle shape but there's so much physiology of, of the juice that's inside. And yeah. when you get to the end of a juice box, yeah. you have to start getting creative, borderline weird. Well, my go-to was always blowing it because essentially it's a sealed package. When you blow it, yes. then it would force whatever's left in back up the straw, and then you're good and gone. Yeah. Like, deuce is out. It's almost like shotgunning a juice box that way. Okay. <laughs> right? Like it's it forces true. it into it's, it's your true. mouth. It's, okay. it's yeah, the yeah, same okay. kind of idea, sure. right? I was going to say siphoning gas, but that sounds a lot, <laughs> okay. a lot less gross. <laughs> Both proves the degenerates that we are, Tyler. But then there's also the thing, too, of, like, I can remember being a kid with the juice box and when the, you can't get the rest out of the straw. Yeah. And you're trying to, like, take the straw and, like, get it in the nooks and crannies and the corners, and you're trying to tilt it, and it doesn't work. So then you take the juice box, you put it upside down, and you try and spray it into your face. And then you think about, like, how many hands have been on the outside of that juice box? Well, yeah, and and now my, and my face is literally uh, licking uh, the opening of it and yeah. sucking to try and get the last drips of fruit punch or OJ or whatever's in there. It's it's something that you don't think about very often. But, yeah, you probably don't want to put your mouth around, like, beverage containers, right, that have been through a ton of hands. This is mind-blowing. I just Googled it really quick. Juice boxes came out 1980. 1980. Yeah. Huh. 42 years we've been doing it wrong. People have been doing it wrong for 42 years oh. until now. <laughs> there you go. And what a great lesson to learn on the day where more school lunches <laughs> yeah. will get packed Fair than enough. any oh. other. The first day of school is tomorrow. Because after the first day, it's like, oh, well, uh, damn, forgot. Here, here's some money. Go buy yourself lunch. Get yourself a Lunchable and leave me alone. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe for when you can't listen live but want to stay connected to your friends. 98.5 Virgin Radio. That right there is the carefree sound of driving in your car (laughs) with $5,000 in your pocket. $5,000. Wouldn't that be the best feeling in the world? (laughs) Like just getting $5,000 for doing very little work. It's a reality with Virgin Radio's 5K a day contest. Fuzzy, just think about like all the things 
that five grand into your life could yeah. just, just make you feel better about it. Well, here we are at the end of the month, and that means that rent is due tomorrow for so many people, right? Ugh. So, yeah, that takes care of that and then some. And then you still have money to do other things with, right? Oh, man, like being able to maybe do something fun if you've been really, really focused and sticking to your budget this whole summer. Yeah. Oh, that would give you the possibility to do something cool. Or if you haven't been and you've been putting everything yeah. on your credit card, it allows you to go, right, all those... <laughs> Fun, fun right. decisions I made this summer. <laughs> However, financially irresponsible decisions, you can take care of those. What we're really talking about is a chance to uh, get some financial stress out of your life. We're giving away $5,000 every single day. Big shout out to our friends at Bubbles Car Wash and Detail Centers. Virgin Radio's 5K a day contest starts Tuesday morning. Listen for your first chance to win at 8 o'clock. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Just like my long, flowing, golden locks blowing in the wind, this podcast is free. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Today is the day. It is the day before the first day of school, and this is the day where more school lunches are going to be made than any time in months. So we'd love to know, when you were a kid, what was your favorite thing to get inside your school lunch. Our friend Ryan Harding from CTV Morning Live popped over to do our weather earlier this morning. We asked him this question, and he just immediately had his response. Ooh, gushers. Oh, okay. To this day, I'd say any given time, Yeah, I have gushers in my cupboard. Nice. Like part part fruit snack, part uh, part, gush. Part, ca- part candy. Yeah, because when you're an adult, <laughs> you can get whatever you want. You have gushers every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you go through like the the fruit snacks, the granola bars, and you go, oh man, these kids got it so good. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a damn adult. I can buy whatever I want. That's right. When I was home in Newfoundland, I was babysitting my nephews and uh, dipped into some fruit roll ups as well. Quite Mm -hmm. the throwback. I didn't remember those, but Gushers was it. This is like the nostalgic conversation that is going to give you so much FOMO, especially if you're trying to, like, if you have a a bag full of carrots to eat today for a snack. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Totally. Can we? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Fez. So many people saying Lunchables, right? Uh, Everybody loves the Lunchables. And it's just essentially cold cuts and and maybe a couple crackers. That's the thing. I could give my kids crackers, meat, and cheese, and they'd be like, get out of here, Ma. And then I'd give them a Lunchables, which is exactly the same thing. It's just the packaging and the fact that they get a mini little Kit Kat at the end, too. <laughs> Lunchables just feels like a party is what yeah, it is. You, yeah. you, you pop that top on that Lunchable, and it's choose your own adventure. And for some reason, Kid Brain makes that way cooler than than other things. Yeah. Can we go back to fruit roll-ups for one second? Of course. Because everybody had a certain way that they ate fruit roll-ups. There was the, there was the people that just, like, normally, like, ate them and, like, took, like, a, like a, I guess, bites out of it. But then do you know, you, do, you, do you have the kid in your class? Finger people. The finger people. <laughs> Finger people. The finger people were the people, <laughs> some people, would roll the fruit roll up around their finger okay. and then suck on that for like sometimes hours. Like lunch would be well over and they would still have that gross, that disgusting fruit roll up around their finger. There was also the kid that would ball it up and pop the whole thing in their mouth and just have a huge, like almost like a thing of chew, right. but it's fruit roll up in the <laughs> In their cheek. My uh, brother Chris was a was a finger person, and was- sometimes we'd have like a fruit roll up for like a car ride, and <laughs> ah, it could be like an ah. hour. And I'm like, "Are you still? Can you stop? Can you bite that thing like a normal person and move on with your life?" Yeah. And he's like, "You're just jealous. You ate yours already, <laughs> Mister Baller Upper, and shove it in his face all at once. And then your fingers that color oh. for like days after. Oh, no, thank you. Oh man, that was great. But tell me, you wouldn't love 
to dive into a fruit roll-up today. Can I have one right now? That's the thing. When you talk about your favorite thing to have in your school lunch, Jesse's answer may make you kind of jealous. Anytime we um, made pumpkin pie, which was only like a few times a year, but it was something that my grandfather really liked, so my mom would make it, um, I would I would get sent that oh. um, like once when there were like leftovers or whatever, and that was the best thing ever. Pie is a glorious leftover to be sent to school with. <laughs> Yeah, no, people were jealous for sure. Did the pie have a special, like, own custom Tupperware that's like the pie shape or something? <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to picture how do you travel with pumpkin pie? Not easily. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, it, it could be a little messy. Honestly, we probably should have invested in a special Tupperware. Oh my <laughs> or gosh. be that kid that shows up with pie and tin foil and you're like, ah, oh, it's all smushed, but I guess I'll lick this out of here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also love that Jesse was like the OG pumpkin spice latte queen of her school. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Oh, yeah. Only it was actually in pie form. It's the best way to have it. The gloriousness of thinking back as your favorite thing to get in your school lunch mm-hmm. as a kid. Uh, got a text here from Mark that says, Joe Louie, by far the Ooh. best. Uh, he says, I still keep a box in the freezer because in the freezer, it is next level. Ooh, That's the thing. Okay. See, you know, I've goodness. never had it in the freezer, I, but I do love a Joe Louie. If you put a Joe Louie in the freezer, yeah. it ends up being more like an ice cream sandwich. Oh okay. my gosh. It totally changes everything. Yeah. I think that's something you learn when your adult brain mixes with your kid brain. Yeah, 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 and then yeah. next thing you know, you're like, dude, why didn't I know this when I was younger? I need to reset on what a Joe Louie exactly it's, is. It's basically chocolate cake that's d- dipped in chocolate, okay. and then it's got a cream filling. So mm. Delicious. When you put it in the freezer, it's frozen cake? Oh, dude. Yeah. Whoa, that's next level. It, it Now, the thing with it, though, is that it was very similar looking to another treat that you'd get sometimes get, and that was the wagon wheel. Oh, uh-huh. and, very, very well-versed on the wagon wheel. And I remember, because I was not a fan of the wagon wheel, Yeah. but Joe Louie's all day, every day, I'd be like, sure, Give it to me. And sometimes, you know, you take a look and see what you got for lunch. You're like, okay, awesome. Joe Louie. <laughs> and then lunchtime would roll around and you'd open it up and you'd look a little closer. You're like, oh, this isn't a Joe Louie. It's a stupid wagon wheel. Which, like, if you're expecting something, you don't get what you want. It's disappointing. But did you ever, like, I just had this thought. A wagon wheel is essentially an uncooked s'more. A little bit, yeah. Hey, like, yeah. it's like it's the marshmallow okay. and the chocolate and the graham. Right. But it's not the melty goodness that huh. goes along with a s'more. You could even say the wagon wheel is like mm. an oversized, non-raspberry jelly-filled uh, Viva Puff. Oh, okay. yes, exactly. Yes, good point. Where you eat point. the outside of the chocolate. And then to. there's a big slab of marshmallow and you're like, oh, <laughs> what do I do with this? <laughs> Anybody want to change, trade me just the marshmallow part I've of the wagon wheel? There's, the there's no chocolate or cookie, <laughs> but I've got a slice of half marshmallow here. Anybody want it? Nobody? I feel like I've no been one. a part of that transaction. No, no one. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Fuzzy, how monumental is what Michelle's about to share about her mother's concoction. This is the thing that dreams are made of, and I'm having a hard time speaking right now because my <laughs> mouth is actually oh watering thinking about it. You got to hear about this. My mom used to go to the bakery and get the bread cut lengthwise, and then she would take a slice and cut the crust off and roll it with a, with a rolling pin flat. Ooh. And, and then in a bowl, she would take peanut butter, honey, and banana. Yum. Mix it up and spread it, and then she would roll it and slice it in these little pinwheel sandwiches. Amazing. Your mom tried was- too hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> 
It was amazing. That sound, does sound <laughs> glorious. Yes, it was good. So anyways, I had to share because it's always one of my favorite lunchtime memories. <laughs> Michelle, it's funny when you talk about you had to share. I bet that was like the most sought after yeah. trade. <laughs> when people are like, you got that special roll-up sandwich from your mom, Michelle. I'll give you everything <laughs> I got. Yeah, it was awesome because the fact that she got that length Wise, cut uh, bread, and rolled it all out, and made these little pinwheels. I don't know where she ever got the idea from, <laughs> but it was my favorite. I feel like I need to go to Cobb's Breads right now and get a loaf of bread and say, yo, slice that sideways. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Absolutely. One thing we're hearing from a lot of people when you talk about being a kid and getting things in your school lunch, nobody used forks, nobody used spoons. Mm. Everybody ate them with just a finger today. <laughs> totally. Karina posted on her Facebook page that her favorite thing to get in her school lunch, a box of jello powder. <laughs> That she would dip her finger in all day. Probably basically like fun dip. Yeah, only it's it's your finger. Instead of the the candy stick. Which, you know, like your hands are always so clean when you're a kid, right? Uh, like for sure. Just like, and you know, germ, like. Germs make you tougher though. And like how long until her finger was dyed, whatever color the jello was. Like first dip, right? Mentioning eating jello powder at school makes me think of my brother Chris and his buddy Mike Bodan who uh, were taking like like red jello, whether it was cherry flavor, strawberry, or raspberry. Okay. Uh, and they were using it as fake blood. So they had a fake fight at school where we were all at Annie Gale Junior High. And like it was a thing where like they did like a fake punch, like a then the other guy went, mm, and spit out a little bit of like the raspberry jello paste and powder. Oh, and there was some on his cheek and they're like, hit me, hit me, hit me. And the teacher was like, what the heck is going on? You guys were all going to the office yeah. and they all got in trouble. Get Amazing. out of here. For choreographing a fight. Not even an actual fight, for a choreographed fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They with, got in trouble for a fake fight. Yeah, with uh, with uh, fake blood made from jello oh. that they were eating as a snack at and school. Who, who was it again? Your brother? And- it was my brother Chris and uh, Mike Bodan. Uh, fun fact, Mike Bodan is also the guy who one time showed up at my mom and dad's house uh-huh. with a turtle yeah. and was like, do you want to buy this turtle? My parents are like, where's it from? He's like, I'm just asking if you want to buy it. <laughs> right. They're like, sure. <laughs> and then they gave him a pack of cigarettes. Okay. And I think about like $22, that's all the cash my dad had at home. He's like, deal. <laughs> and then we had a turtle. Uh, fun fact, her name was Killer. Killer. She had six babies, of which four of them lived, and we that those that turtle was a part of our lives. For about 15 years. Killer the Turtle bought from Mike Bodan with a pack of darts. And $22. How is that on a movie? It's a different origin story for a new version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What is your favorite thing to get in a school lunch as a kid? And Becky's taking us on a trip down memory lane. It was a highlight of my day. It was Texas Donut Day. And they would bring them by the cases. And the kids would come with probably a loony, I think it was. And they were donuts covered in chocolate the size of your head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a 10-inch donut. I'm like, the size of your head. <laughs> I am a teacher now, and I couldn't imagine what it would be like to have all those kids that bought it. Absolutely. And good luck to all the teachers. No more Texas donuts. The best part of Texas Donut Day would be you're like, oh, I have enough for later. Yeah. <laughs> you come back from recess, you crush an entire yeah. gigantic donut. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay, out of all the things we've heard from uh, wonderful people texting in who are writing in on the socials, yeah. like, Fuzzy, what school snack gives you the biggest sense of, like, nostalgic FOMO? I think for, for me it would have to be Mark and his talking about not just the Joe Louie, because I did love a Joe Louie, and as far as the packaged cake treats, Joe Louie is my favorite. 
But his idea to throw it in the freezer was like oh. game changer. I feel like I need to stop at the store after what after I leave work today, whether it's at the Seven Eleven at the top of the hill, or actually go to the grocery store and buy a box of them and just <laughs> throw them in the freezer to mm, have them for mm, later on. Mm. Delicious. Game changer. Frozen chocolate covered cake. That's brilliant. Uh, Laura, super fancy, commenting on our Facebook page. She always got uh, love when she got pizza lunchables. And cheesecakes that they apparently sell at 7-Eleven. Oh. Just little mini cheesecakes. That sounds unbelievable. Man, talk about making all the other kids in the lunchroom completely (laughs) jealous. Yeah, Yeah. if I was sitting there with my bologna sandwich I got almost every day, I'd be real mad at Laura. (laughs) There was such a flex when you were a kid about a school lunch of who had the most prepackaged and processed food. Right. (laughs) Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Yeah. You got a Capri Sun yeah. and So Delicious yeah. and Dunkaroos? Oh, no wow. Gotta be a kid and be able to process that job. <laughs> Metabolism, you <laughs> suck. Uh, when you talk about the best thing in a school lunch, the one answer we were not expecting to hear is this one we got from Crystal. This is so wholesome. My absolute favorite part was actually not food. My mom, every single lunch from elementary right into junior high, sometimes high school, would actually add notes into our lunches. So it would be something, you know, have a great day, you're amazing, I love you, every now and then, don't forget to do your chores. (laughs) It was was constant and, and every day. It was awesome. That's beautiful because it shows that your mom loved you and she was always thinking about you and wanted you to know that you were loved. That's a lot better than the text that we got with somebody which I'm I'm assuming their mother didn't necessarily love them because they got a sleeve of premium plus crackers Aww. every day, which makes me makes my mouth feel so dry and makes me feel like I'm about to choke. <laughs> Well, the nice thing is, is I have four kids of my own, and this is something I've actually carried on doing with them as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Thanks so much, Crystal. Have the best day. You as well. Thanks, guys. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Good morning. 98.5. Virgin Radio.